Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Once again, the Bays team is the best team, the Golden State Warriors. Welcome to a new episode of Strength in Numbers. I'm your host, Brandon Cadiz. The Golden State Warriors are looking to add some veteran presence to the roster after they lost the likes, of course, of Juan Toscano Anderson, Gary Payton II, and Nemanja Bielitsa, and also as they await the decision of veteran forward Andre Iguodala, the Warriors are inviting four veterans to try to make the roster Courtesy of Shams Sharania and Anthony Slater, the Warriors are inviting these four players to work out with the team this week. Ben McLemore last played for the Portland Trailblazers. We saw his time with the Sacramento Kings as well. Alfred Payton, known for his career there with the New York Knicks. Rondé Hollis-Jefferson, a Brooklynette who also last played for the Portland Trailblazers. And of course, Kenneth Fareed, a freak of nature during his time there with the Denver Nuggets in the, you know, early 2010s, 2012 season. Man, I remember Kenneth Fareed just running down the court, blocking shots, getting lobs, truly a sight to see there. And I think he might have played with Andre Iguodala in that time with the Denver Nuggets. So, my thoughts on this. You already have um, an open invite over the summer to make the roster in Mac McClung right and now you're having these four veteran players that can try to earn a spot onto the team of course the warriors jordan Poole there the backup point guard they're probably going to more look for like a four or five so i think kenneth Fareed there ronde hollis jefferson could be great options there a power forward and small forward for ronde hollis jefferson and ronde was out of the league last season Um, He played overseas, let's see, for the BSN, the Baloncesto Super National, as I look this up, and this was a league in Puerto Rico. Now look, all these players obviously out of their prime. A few of them have been out of the league for a few years, especially with Kenneth Fareed. But, you know, the Warriors are just trying to see what kind of talent they can add to the roster. They're the defending champions, and, you know, these players aren't going to necessarily be impactful or see a lot of minutes. They'll probably be the 15th, 16th, or 17th guy. Maybe um, even have some time down there in the G League if they get cut with this team. But the Warriors see that they can stash them, potentially. And other players that the Warriors have brought on agreed to a invite here with the former la clippers lottery pick jerome robinson agreed to a contract with the golden state warriors uh he spent the 21 22 season with the santa cruz warriors and he averaged 20 points four rebounds four assists 1.3 steals 45 percent from the floor and 32 percent from beyond the arc the 13th overall pick in the 2018 nba draft And man, Jerome Robinson, those numbers down there in Santa Cruz have obviously got him a contract. In the news article that 
I am reading the details of that contract are not reported. So maybe it's a summer league invite like Mac McClung and, you know, just trying to compete here with the roster. But before we get into more about Mr. Jerome Robinson himself, we have to talk about our sponsors in Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports, contests, and events with first to market odds and lines. Find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all your sports information from live in game betting, props, and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's again BELIEVE50, B-L-E-A-V-5-0. Bet online where the game starts. Now for Jerome Robinson, he's on a prove-it deal. He played 75 games actually with the LA Clippers, spending a season and a half, three points. One rebound, basically, in ten and a half minutes, so not really that much of a role. Expect him for that kind of role with the Golden State Warriors if he does make the squad. I think he is a great fit compared to Mac McClung. He's seen some time in the NBA as well, Mac McClung, respectively. But as I've mentioned in previous podcasts, as Warriors fans, Dub Nation has reiterated that Mac McClung doesn't really fit the Warriors system. He's a one-on-one ISO type of player that can score, you know, can make that flashy pass. But in order to fit for the Warriors system, you got to be able to read and react to the offense. But then Mac McClung has earned a spot or has earned a spot to compete to try to make the roster as well. Jerome Robinson just being on the Santa Cruz team already, that could make give him a advantage. The Warriors um general managing team there of course Bob Myers uh, Joe Lacob they have probably seen him in person in Santa Cruz compared to Mac McClung in the amount of times they've seen him other than this summer league of course in Vegas a couple of months ago so Jerome Robinson hopefully he does make the Golden State Warriors roster I like what he brings just looking at those numbers and his ability to shoot from beyond the arc he could be a great backup to Jordan Poole off of the bench Steph Curry did a little interview over the past weekend with Sports Illustrated. He joined Ashley Nicole Moss for SI to talk about a few topics. And one of the topics that arised was talking about his championships and which one means the most to him. So Moss asked Steph whether he would rather have the past season's championship or the two that he won with Kevin Durant on the team in 17 and 18. Now, you can see a little of where this could stir into. And Steph Curry, though, answered and he said, no, I want this one in reference to the latest championship that the Warriors have won. Curry said, no, give me this one all day, every day. And who can blame Steph? You saw what it took to win the past NBA title, the current NBA title for the Golden State Warriors. All the adversity they went through without Klay Thompson, without Draymond Green. Of course, with Kevin Durant, you ran the league. You were the best team in the NBA. You had the, what, the big four with Draymond, Steph, KD, 
clay man. You just were guaranteed, you were expected to win the NBA championship. And as we've talked about when the Warriors won it, there against the Boston Celtics, we talked about the underdog mentality and to win a championship as an underdog. That's why 2015 and 2022's championships are oh so sweet in comparison to 17 and 18. And also, Steph Curry was asked by the same Ashley Nicole Moss if he would rather see LeBron James win his fifth ring or for the Warriors to miss the playoffs. And Steph Curry responded by saying that, hey, we're not missing the playoffs. And Nicole Moss um, kind of joked around saying, hey, if LeBron can't have his fifth, then if Steph can't have his fifth, excuse me, then LeBron can't have his fifth. And we all expect the Golden State Warriors to make the playoffs this season. They re-upped, of course, with Dante DiVincenzo. Yeah, James Wiseman, you're pending the return of Andre Iguodala. Maybe he comes back as a mentor role, kind of like Udonis Haslam has done with the Miami Heat. Of course, Udonis Haslam, man, he's returning for another season down there in South Beach. Golden State Warriors are re-upping. They're looking really good. You got those rookies, of course, Patrick Baldwin Jr., Ryan Rollins, Guy Santos, all of that, Lester Quinones, man, it's going to be a great movement for the Warriors, of course, as they continue to build for the future while competing in the present. When talking about past and present, we have to talk about Gary Payton II. He was on a recent episode of Truth and Basketball with head coach or former head coach George Carl as GP2, of course, the past summer, accept a nearly $30 million deal with the Portland Trailblazers. That's three years, $29 million. And everyone was wondering why GP2 did not want to return to the Warriors. Well, we heard the rumors. We heard the reports after it all went down that the Warriors just couldn't match them in terms of the money. So this is what GP2 had to say on his decision to leave the Bay Area was simply a financial one. And here's the quote by GP2, and I quote, I had to take the money. It didn't work out. I would love to go back to Golden State, but it didn't work out. Just the timing and everything, just a business deal, and I just had to take the money, end quote. And it makes sense. How can you blame the guy? He struggled throughout his entire career going down to the G League through multiple teams. He was cut by the Golden State Warriors initially. We know the story. He was going to apply for a video coordinator. And as he was cut, he showed up the next day saying, hey, maybe I can just practice with the team. Steve Kerr and company loved the effort there. And he got to the Golden State Warriors. A couple injuries here and there. Got more minutes. Continued to be consistent. Was a great defensive stopper. Won an NBA championship, a key clog in coming off the bench. And of course, now you see him landing a deal that he deserves. And looking at the age of Gary Payton II, you have to take a deal like that. You've been in the league for so long. So how can you blame a guy like that? We're just happy for Gary Payton II. We talk about the hashtag here um, for the San Francisco Giants, at least, if you're a Bay Area fan and forever giant. But hashtag forever a warrior for Gary Payton II. He's a 29-year-old guy. He goes back to the Pacific Northwest, in which he spent time and was he grew up with there, um, was born there and out of Seattle, Washington, of course, migrated to the Bay Area. So he gets a little bit of taste of both again from his childhood here in the Bay Area. Now he goes back to 
Portland, Oregon. So that matchup, of course, we're looking for this season, the Portland Trailblazers and the Golden State Warriors. I am lo so looking forward to when Gary Payton II guards Steph Curry. We remember the video that surfaced in the season when the Warriors were practicing on a practice day, an off day, where he Steph Curry pointed at Bob Myers and said, Bob, don't get rid of this guy. I don't want him to guard me. And We'll, we'll see that matchup this season, actually, of Steph versus GP2. Now, everyone was hating, of course, when the initial deal was happened. And, you know, Bob Myers, why can't he spend all of this money? And, of course, Joe Lacob, we heard his comments earlier in the offseason saying that, hey, all the fans expecting me to pay way over the luxury tax. That is not a thing that's going to happen. And they got to be smart about their money. And, hey, they brought in Dante DiVincenzo. Not the same defensive guy as Gary Payton II, but he has the potential to be a great defensive guy. We know what the Warriors did with Andrew Wiggins, G Gary Payton II, and now Dante DiVincenzo, a 3 and D type of player. His three-point shooting, his ability to drive to the basket is a great fit for this system. And we'll just have to see... That, again, congratulations to Gary Payton II, of course. I know it's been a few months, but he's happy. And as Golden State Warriors fans, him being a key clog to the Warriors championship last season, we just got to be happy for the veteran. So some good news here on one of the rookies for the Golden State Warriors, Ryan Rollins, the 20-year-old who signed a three-year, nearly $5 million rookie deal in July, didn't play in the summer league of course because of a stress fracture in his foot it wasn't found when they drafted him through evaluations in the NBA draft but in a report by Sham Sharania and Anthony Slater of The Athletic there is great optimism that Ryan Rollins can join the Warriors for the opening of training camp this season and they open up actually 16 days from now September 24th they're very high on Ryan Rollins, his time in Toledo. He averaged 13.7 points, shot 43% from the field, 18.9 points per game, and 47% from the field in his sophomore season. Now, try, I'm trying to make it out to training camp there. Hopefully, I'll get a credential for this upcoming season, see a little bit of practice there, see Patrick Baldwin Jr., and Ryan Rollins. Now, what can we expect out of Patrick Baldwin Jr.? You got to check out this article put out by Blue Man Hoop. Golden State Warriors fans, if you're not already listening or subscribing or reading their articles, they are a great read and they put a great article out of what to expect from Patrick Baldwin Jr. this season. They have predicted him to score eight points per game, four rebounds per game in about 15 minutes, limited minutes, and for him to play a two-way contract just like all of the younger rookies have for the Golden State Warriors before Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, before actually seeing time with a big club and getting key rotational minutes. Now, for Patrick Baldwin Jr., everyone is excited for his potential. We know that he could have been a lottery pick. He injured his foot. He was someone that was going to be a steal in the NBA draft. And the Golden State Warriors did exactly that by selecting him. They knew that they can develop him with the Warriors competing for a championship. They have their set roster, right? And they have these guys for the future. They have guys that they can develop 
And hey, maybe if the Warriors have to decide over the offseason for Andrew Wiggins and for Jordan Poole, of course, that's going to be the debate this entire season. Could Ryan Rawlings and Patrick Baldwin Jr. immediately replace Jordan Poole if the Warriors elect him to walk or if Jordan Poole signs with a different team for a larger amount of contract as a restricted free agent in the offseason? Patrick Baldwin Jr. is going to be someone... Of course, that resembles the likes of Michael Porter Jr., just not because they have the junior in their name, but that is what a lot of experts have compared him to, dealing with a back injury at Missouri for Pat or for Michael Porter Jr. and for Patrick Baldwin Jr., just that same of upside that MPJ had. Now, MPJ hasn't, he's shown probably only one good season, almost one full season of him you know, actually competing and showing that potential two seasons ago, not this past season. So for Patrick Baldwin Jr., hopefully it can be a different story for him. And lastly, before we close off the episode, NBA 2K23 released their ratings for the Golden State Warriors. And we'll read it out to you a little bit on a, of a fun note here. Steph Curry leading the way for the Golden State Warriors with a 96 overall of course clay thompson was not happy with his 2k rating um a couple of days ago he posted um to his story i think it was on instagram or was it on twitter well clay thompson was given an 88 overall rating for the best three-point shooters in the game for 2k23 now of course steph curry led the way as being the number one three-point shooter with the rating of a 99 clay thompson at second with 88 was tied with desmond bain kevin durant and luke Kennard. and i i understand the disrespect there but for clay thompson hey he had a little bit of a rough stretch when he first came in shooting the ball and maybe that's why 2k knocked him down at least give clay thompson a 90 i think that would have been a respectable rating just put him up there at a 90 and you know kind of like the nfl where the ratings can be readjusted based on the performance. That's what's going to happen throughout the season. But before to start off, Clay Thompson has an 88. I can see how that is a little bit disrespectful to the second greatest three-point shooter after Steph Curry. Now, going back to the 2K23 rating, Steph Curry at a 96. Jordan Poole and Clay Thompson overall at an 83. Andrew Wiggins at an 84. Draymond Green at an 83. So, if you didn't catch that just by reading those players out so far, Andrew Wiggins is the second best player on the Warriors roster with a rating of an 84. Ryan Rollins at a 68. Dante DiVincenzo, 75. Moses Moody, 73. Patrick Baldwin Jr., 70, Jonathan Kaminga, 78, Jamichael Green at a 76, James Wiseman at a 75, and Kevon Looney at a 75 as well. Well, if you probably play with Kevon Looney in the playoffs, he probably goes up to a 99 and rebound in there because that man was absolutely insane. And as well as Andrew Wiggins, maybe they get a little playoff boost there. I haven't played 2K in a very very long time i want to say man six seven years since i last played it on a playstation 3 now we're at a playstation 5 a ps5 haven't been able to do that in quite some time so i don't know what the deal is with my uh ultimate team oh no that's that's mad and with you know the fantasy team that you can 
add these players with the different cards and ratings. Maybe there's like a playoff card there for Kevon Lee and Andrew Wiggins. Up them up in overall play and in rebounding for Kevon Looney for Loon Dog himself. Well, we'll close it off off of that note on a fun way going through some NBA 2K23 ratings. Not too much news this offseason, so we're just going to try to update you on the Golden State Warriors news that has been brought to us throughout the week that you have listened to this particular podcast. So we'll be bringing you the news of next week for the Golden State Warriors. Thank you so much for tuning in to every single episode. I am Brandon Cadiz, your host for Strength and Numbers. You can follow me on Twitter at BCADIZ0. Follow our podcast page at dubs underscore strength to follow and get the latest news of when a new Strength and Numbers episode drops. And you can follow our network page, of course, under the Believe Podcast Network, but also under Rick Barry's House. You can follow us on Twitter at Rick Barry House. It'll have the Rick Barry Show under that podcast name. And, of course, our podcast in strength and numbers. Thanks for tuning in. We appreciate the support every single week. And until next week, go Dubs. This show is presented by Bet Online. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.